0: Love Talk
1: Radio. And now I present to you that international Bible teacher of
2: teachers. Seer Israel of Seed Royale. He will utter dark things and mysteries which have been kept from the foundation of the world, showing us the way to go. Hallelujah, with your host, the Seer of Seed Royal. the four corners of the globe, his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah! Yahweh,
0: Yahweh,
2: Live, Yahweh. Radio, worldwide, international radio broadcast is now on the air. I'll be your host. By name, your seer, Israel, O Sea Royal. We're doing a series called Revealing the Number of the B-666, Psalm Edition Part 123. Live broadcast, so um, we gonna get right off into it, and we see the young line, brother Titus, that came uh, on stage, so um, we'll see if we see can get something going on. One thing about it, everybody doing their part, and we just gotta do ours, but greater. them. So the young line, brother Titus, Israel, one of them up and coming teachers out of Camp One. Loud voice, you say. Brother
1: Titus Israel. Yaqua B. See Roya. bless you there. Israel. I'll see ya. Israel of Seed royal Hello, Yaquah. All right, alloy there, Brother Titus. Uh, well one thing about it, what well,
2: we did yesterday, that's yesterday. It's my time now to do something for today. One thing about Yahquah's word is it's a, it's a continuation. What he did yesterday, that was yesterday. Let's see what we get going on today. Let's take a look at uh, Matthew chapter 10, verse 19. Then throw down to Luke 21, 15. Then lick him up real good. And Luke chapter 12, verse 12. You got back-to-back, back scriptures. And kind of bring your aid game
1: to edify the national audience. you the clock come up. The book of Matthew, chapter 10, verse 19 reads, But when they deliver you up, take no thought how of what you should speak, it should be given you in that same hour, what you should speak. Book of Luke, chapter 21, verse 15. Luke, chapter 21, verse 15. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom which all your adversaries should not be able to gainsay nor resist. Book of Luke, chapter 12, verse 12 reads, for the righteous spirit to teach you in the same hour what you ought to say. Mm-hmm. Excellent. He said, I'll read that 2115 again that you line and
2: all and precept that to Acts, chapter 6, verse 10. Read that again, what you just got to read in 21, 15, then precept that to Acts,
1: chapter 6, verse 10. The book of Luke, chapter 21, verse thirteen. For I will give you a mouth and wisdom, which all your adversaries should not be able to gainsay, nor resist the book of acts chapter 6 verse 10. but they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spake but see we have
2: to understand what he just said but this this don't mean don't mean everybody can grab hold to what you just got to read. It's an all about everything there, young know, line. So let's find out who we gonna give a mouth uh, that the game says would not be able to exist or resist. So we gotta make sure we clear about who's he talking about. And that's what we got and see that's what we that's what the six anointed camera's all about. See, our job is to unlock the Bible. So in the book of Ephesians chapter one, verse six down to verse nine, it will tell us something there, young man. What is it tell us in Ephesians chapter one, verse one? Then skip down to six down to verse nine. What does it say?
1: Go out to the book of Ephesians. Chapter 1, verse 1. Skip down verse 6, down to verse 9. Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 1 Read, Paul, an apostle of Yahweh the Son, by the will of Yahweh the Father, to the saints, which are at Ephesians, and to the faithful in Yahweh the Son. Verse 6 reads, to the praise and the honor of his mercy, wherein he made us And sceptic and the beloved. Verse seven, in whom we have redemption through his blood, for the forgiveness of sin, according to the riches of his grace. Verse eight, wherein he had abounded towards us in all wisdom and prudence. Verse nine, having made known unto us the mystery of his will according to his good pleasure, which he had purpose in himself. Mm Read verse 9 again, that young line. Book of Ephesians chapter 1, verse 9. Have a man known unto us the mystery of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he had purpose in
2: himself. Mhm. Well, what do you mean by he made made known to us? He says it been made it been made known to us. Let's find out what's going on with the us that it been made known to us. He says this pain has been made known to us. Let's see, can we run that down, young lion? About us, um, it'll be made known to us. What are you talking about? That what he say. Now, right now, young man, I'm struggling right now. But what do we mean by he'll make this known to us?
1: Who is to us? Let's go to
2: Galatians chapter 1, and see who's doing all this great big... We can look at verse 13 down to verse 17. Who, Who is this talking, and who is he talking to about he, he made it known to us? to find out what's going on, Who talking. We're going to Galatians chapter 1, verse 13 down to verse 17.
1: What does it say? The book of Galatians. Chapter 1, verse 13 to 17. Galatians, chapter 1, verse 13 Read. If you have heard of my conversation in time past, and Yahdah Judah, custom, how that beyond measure I persecuted the congregation of Israel, of Yahweh, the temple of Yahweh, and waited it. Verse 14 and profited in Yahdah Judah's custom above many, my equals and my own nation, being more exceedingly jealous of the traditions of my fathers. Verse 15. But when it pleased Yahweh who separated me from my mother's womb and called me by his great mercy. Verse 16. To reveal his son. And me, that I might teach him among the heathen, the nations, ten northern tribes. Immediately, I conferred not with flesh and blood. Verse seventeen. Neither would I up to Yad Judah to them which were apostles before me, but I went into Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Mm-hmm. So you went
2: to Arabia and Damascus. So that let us know that once upon a time ago, Arabia and Damascus belonged to the children of Israel. So now, what yeah, you just blood. read, you, know, you just read that Damascus and Arabia once upon a time was... Belonged to the children of Israel. And and what's another name that before it became Arabia, what was the name of it before it became Arabia? So we found out that our land was once in Damascus, Saudi Arabia. So now what I want to do, young lion, is find out what Saudi Arabia is is what. Let's go to First Kings chapter 19. Let's see what Saudi Arabia really means Saudi Arabia. So Saudi Arabia in, in First Kings 119, Young lion, First Kings one nineteen. Saudi Arabia. Let's see what that um what that's point toward in first Kings nineteen. Let's find out what is that point toward. Saudi Arabia. But I'm kind of struggling with that young line uh, Let's find out what do Saudi Arabia really mean. Let's go to 1 Kings chapter 19 and we'll pick up the verse number 8. Let's find out what Saudi Arabia really means. Verse 8. 1 Kings chapter 19
1: verse 8. What do you mean that young man? Come on. 1 Kings chapter 19 verse 8 Read. And he arose and did eat and drink. It went in the strip of that meat, 40 days to 40 nights, until Horeb, the mouth of Yahweh. Oh, so
2: Saudi Arabia, it really means Horeb, the government of Yahweh, the mountain, the government of Yahweh. And then what does what he say in verse 15?
1: And sixteen. What well, is he saying? Fifteen and sixteen. Y'all yeah, First Kings chapter nineteen, verse fifteen to verse sixteen. First Kings chapter nineteen, verse fifteen. And Yahweh said unto him, Go return on my way to the wilderness of Damascus, and when you come, anoint Hazael to be king over Syria. Verse sixteen. And Jehu, the son of the so you are not to be king over Israel. And the Mishnah, the son of Shaphat of Abomethi, you shall not to be a seer in your room. Mm-hmm. Right. So we find out that once
2: long time ago, the children of Israel had Damascus. And the children of Israel had to call the land that's called Syria. So once once upon a time ago, Syria, Damascus belongs to the children of Israel. And matter of fact, from the center capital of the world of Israel, in Jeremiah 13 verse 1, and that's a straight shot by coming out of Damascus. I mean, go come out of Syria, and Damascus in Syria, and once and one time ago it was a straight shot, according to 13 chapter, of Jeremiah. Let's find out what's going on in 13 chapter of
1: Jeremiah, verse one. The book of Jeremiah, the seer, chapter 13, verse one. Read. Thus said send unto me. Go and get you a linen girdle and put it upon your Lord and put it not in war. Verse 2. Give me get our point. keep reading Verse 2. So I got a girdle and counted to the word of Yaquah and put it on my Lord. Verse 3. The word of Yaquah came unto me the second time, say it. verse 4, take the girl that you have got, which is upon your Lord, and arise and go until he's and hide it there in a hole of a rock. So what we're verse talking five, about right
0: now,
2: hold on, hold on there, young line, be listening to it don't just let's not be just a powerful reader and not listen, because we, we, we're doing some edifying there, young line. So now you got to be listening and paying attention and, and seeing all your surroundings as you deliver the knockout blow. So now we're going to find out the seer was told by Yahuwah, he was in the land of Israel, to take a living garment uh, and take it off his lawns and put it by the phrase. So once upon a time ago, the children of Israel had great assets from Israel, which is uh what Ezekiel five five. What is Israel location according to Ezekiel five five?
1: Young man, go to the book of Ezekiel, the seer, chapter five, verse five. Ezekiel the seer, chapter five, verse five. Read. Just Yahweh. This is Judah, the land of Judah. I have said it in the midst of the nation. Curses that are round about her. Mm-hmm. So Judah is the center capital of the world.
2: And Judah, at once a time ago, had a straight, territory to go to Euphrates, wasn't no bars, nothing to stop them. They was in that the land of Israel. So Damascus, Syria, is the land of Israel. It belongs to the twelve tribes of Israel. But since we don't know who we are, that's where we get caught up. So that's why we come on this broadcast six nights a week. To do what, young line of Ephesians 1.17. What do we come on this broadcast to do six nights a week? According to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17.
1: What do we come to do there, young lion? Book of Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17. That Yahshua of our Yahshua, Yahshua the Son, the Father of glory, may give it to you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Mm-hmm. Is, is that
2: Ephesians 117 now? Because uh, I'm I'm missing my hit out there, young man. I'm missing something. And 117, kind of take your time to read that again because uh, I'm looking for a hit out of 117. What does it say again out of 117 again there, young man?
1: The book of Ephesians, chapter 1 verse 17, that Yahweh, of our Yahweh, Yahweh the Son, the Father of glory, honor, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him.
2: Yeah, but, but, um, I'm I'm struggling there, young man. Um, I'm struggling in Ephesians, one verse nine, one verse 17. I'm struggling there, young man, because, um, I'm looking for I'm looking for something else to be said. So, and so, help me out again, and take your time and look at verse seventeen real carefully, because um, then tie in verse eighteen with it. So now read seventeen one more time. I want to highlight what you're saying. Then we're going to lick him up real good with the understanding in verse 18. 1, 17 again. Then go right into verse 18, and they're going to tell us something very
1: important in verse 18. What it say? Book of Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 17 and 18. Ephesians, chapter 1, verse 17. That Yahweh of our Yahweh, Yahweh the Son, the Father of honor, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and the knowledge of him. Verse 18, the eyes of your understanding be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling, and that's the riches, the glory of this inheritance and the saints. Mm-hmm. So we found out that this is, um,
2: according to verse 1, Who do all this tall talking to the saints, according to Ephesians 1-1? Who just do all this great big tall
1: talking there, young lion? Verse 1. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 1. Paul, an apostle of Yahweh the Son, by the will of Yahweh the Father, to the saints which are at Ephesians, and to the faithful in Yahweh the Son. Uh Uh-huh. So when you're reading the book of Ephesians, this
2: is Paul talking to the saints he, and he letting the saints know that at, at Ephesians, he let them know what and what, what he letting them know in verse number three what what do he want them to know in verse three there young line? verse three Jesus
1: chapter one, verse three, let be Yahua. And the Father of our Yahqua, Yahqua the Son, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings and heavenly places in Yahqua the Son. You see that? So this right here, this this is pretty good. It's pretty interesting here.
2: So now, so Paul says to the Ephesians, the saints of Ephesus, he said, I'm here to for your eyes to be open with understanding, being enlightened that you may know what is the riches of the calling. See that's, see, that's what we call the broadcast for young lions. We're not calling to edify what? ourselves. We're trying to get them to know what is the riches of our Yahweh. So Paul is over there in Ephesus. is telling them it's something you got to know. See, you got to know something. Matter of fact, in, uh, in St. John 3.11, can you have those see out in the national audience?
1: We're in 3 verse 11? It's to the book of Beloved John chapter 3 verse 11. Beloved John chapter 3 verse 11 reads, Truly, truly, I say unto you, we think that we do know and testify that we have seen. We see not our witness. See, when we come this broadcast six nights a week, we speak
2: what we know. And that's why we go through a, a series of verses from the beginning. Let you know this will be a spirit-led lesson from Yahweh. And that's why we put on Matthew 10, 19. That's the we go from 1019 to 21 15 of Mark. That's the reason we do Luke 12, verse 12. That's three reason we do Acts 6, verse 10. To letting you know this is not just another regular ministry. This is a YHWH bosses of a two Israelite ministry. This ministry is ordained to enlighten you, not just give you a bunch of verses we try to enlighten you. Paul had a mission to go to Ephesus, find the saints. But the saints he was looking for has a name to them. He just wanted to know everybody. See, look, you got the big dignitaries call themselves the saints. My favorite guy that made title, the saints.
0: <laughs>
2: uh, day saints, stuff like that. See, that, see that's the that's big dignitaries making them kind of statements. But when you understand the saints of the Bible, the angel came out of heaven in Psalm 50, verse 5 through 7, and he put the thing on who the saints is with the precept of 148, verse 14. Then go to 49 and give me 1 through 5. Psalm 149, one 1 down to verse 5. See, understand one thing. It's time now Clear up the fallacies. All the line gotta be cleared up. It ain't but one minister gonna clear this up and sit this thing in order, and that is Yaqwah's bosses of the two Israelites. The six and on the camps. And that's why we tell you, listen, get in where you fit in it. Big land so we can grow our own food. The greenhouses. The trucks, we can go to the borderline and make the connection with those in the tropical countries and load up some good watermelons and all that good stuff, you know, and bring it back to the greenhouse because we don't, why should we wait three months to get a good watermelon? Why we ain't got our own? Do you know the (laughs) prophecy in EZRA? that is on record, once upon a time ago, young lie, I know you're holding all that, young lie, I know you wrote it all down, but it was a prophecy in EZRA about a people. And what we're trying to do is is open your eyes of understanding it was a people that is on record, that it had a position and the world knew it but we don't know none. That's why we call ourselves African Americans, Negroes, color, super cool, Mexican, Puerto Ricans, and Hispanics. We do all these names now because we don't know what we're trying to bring to your attention until you come out to the name that the world gave you and get back the name of Yom on gave you that's where you'll see, you'll see the real deal. And Yak Rock will intervene. Let's see what he says in EZRA, chapter 4, verse 18, down to verse 21. Let's see what he says, uh, young man. We're going to EZRA, chapter 4, verse 18, down to verse 21. What does it say?
1: The book of Ezra. Let's see it, chapter 4. Verse 18 to 21. Exodus chapter 4, verse 18 read. The letter which ye sent unto us have been plainly read before me. Verse 19. And I commanded, and search have been made, and it's found that this city of old time had made insurrection against kings, and that rebellion and sedition have been made therein. Verse 20. There have been mighty kings over Yadav Judah, which have ruled over all countries beyond the river, and toll and tribute and custom was paid unto them. Mm-hmm. So you see,
2: the record says, but why we go to high school, college, med school, and we don't know about this record? There is a record about Judah, and up on Judah with Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon and Gad. You know what you call the Nigerians today, the Gadites. That's who Nigeria is, the Gadites. There was a record. upon long time ago, Judah ran things, and everybody paid and tolls to them. That means was time to pay the 10% out of whatever they were conducting. They brought it to Judah Why we don't know These things that it was Brought to Judah the 10% And that's what we telling you right now We come to Psalm 69 for you A, a young man. We come to We come on this broadcast to Psalm 69 for you What it say
1: well, good, Chapter 59, verse 4. They that hate me without a cause are more than the hair of my head. They that would destroy me, being my enemies wrongfully, are mighty that I restore that which I took not away. And we come to restore to
2: you what we took not away. See, we come to restore to you what was taking not away. That's we come to do. We come to start to you see, right? But we didn't take us away. The knowledge that we come the broadcast to broadcast and bring to you the table, start to you that once upon a time ago, Judah ran the whole world. Everybody yeah, had come uh, to see Judah and dropped their 10% of whatever package they had, they understood that then, but now we have a problem with that. Now we we got a problem. Now we over there now supporting uh, the land of Israel. We we supporting everybody, but Judah. See, you are send your ten percent now. Your pals giving your money to go send to the land of Israel. They're not the right people on the land of Israel, and you sending money to the Arabs. they not the, the Arabs are just as both of them have delivered you up. You don't send mm-hmm. nothing. You don't. You don't send nothing to them, and you don't be involved with them. You got to make sure you find out who's the true Judah, and that's where you send your ten percent to. True Judah, because Judah is the one that's gonna unlock this book, because it's probably about Judah. And the book called Genesis chapter. 49, verse 1, 10 through 12. See, the prophecy was prophesied by his father that came to Judah. And look what the prophecy says about Judah. So we got to stop just volunteering, listen to that one-eyed Satan, and send our money all over the world and forget about the Bible Judah. The Bible Judah, and it you about the Bible Judah, they we'll gonna tell you something real big about it, and we are gonna read it in forty nine, verse one, eight
1: to ten. What it young man? The first book of the law, the book of Genesis, chapter forty nine, verse one. Let's get down, verse eight to ten. Genesis chapter forty nine, verse one. And Israel called to his sons and said, Gather yourself together that I may tell you that which should befall you in the last days. Verse 8. Judah, you are he whom your brethren shall praise. The hand shall be the neck of your enemy. Your father's children shall bow down before you. Verse 9. Judah is a lion wept from the prey, myself. You are gone up. He stooped down. He counts as a lion, as an old lion. Who shall rouse him up? Verse 10. The skeptical rulership shall not depart from Judah, nor lovegiver from between his feet until Yahweh the Son comes. And unto him, shall the gathering of the people be. Mm -hmm. So we found out
2: that Judah's supposed to hold this thing down until the coming of Yahweh the Son. So that means that means if you're doing a, a Isaiah 55, 1 down to verse 3, look what he says with a precept of 127, verse 1 and 2 of Psalm. Go back to back, young lion. We're going to Isaiah 55, 1, two, three, and then we're going, we're going to swing down to 127 of Psalm 1 and 2 with the
1: precept. What does it say? Go to the book Isaiah to see it, chapter 55, verse 1, 2, and 3. We're going to Isaiah, chapter 55, verse 1. Ho, everyone that is thirsty, come ye to the water. And ye that have no money, come. Come ye and buy. And eat, ye, yea, come buy, wine and milk without money and without price. Verse 2. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfies not? Hark it unto me, and eat me that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in fatness. Verse 3. Accline your ear, and come unto me, hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even. The sure mercies of
0: days. Mm. Mm-hmm. So,
2: what? what? Mm-hmm. One twenty-seven. Okay, one so. two, so, hold on, y'all. Now hold, on, yeah, hold on, Now hold on, y'all. We, we, we gotta be in harmony, y'all. See, when when the sea is called, you got don't don't cut those old out. Just just listen, real carefully. And we gave you a back-to-back version You're supposed to pause, too, go get, get with it. So now we want to precept that to 127, 1 and 2. Because, see, our job is try to get this thing running on 1 o'clock, because Yahweh got big things for this ministry once we get in order. But that's what I see here on this broadcast six nights a week is to get the teachers, the elders, the teachers, get them all in order. Because if you want Yakwa to intervene, you just can't be just a, a power for real. but all over the place, you gotta be smooth in order. So now that one twenty-seven, that's what I mean by young line. 127, 1 and 2. And the angel coming down and talking with um, David. And this we told David in 127, verse 1 and 2. did he said that young lion, come on. Thank
1: you. Thank you, sir. Chapter one twenty seven, verse one and two. Psalms chapter one twenty seven, verse one. Except Yahweh built the temple, they labor in vain that built it. Except Yahweh keep it the city, the watchmen wicked, but in vain. Verse two. It is vain for you to rise up early, to set up late, to eat the bread of sorrows. For so she gives it his beloved sleep. So we clear
2: unless Yahwa builds the temple. We labor in vain. So whatever we do, we gotta make sure we is applying with compliance with Yakwa. So we gotta make sure whatever we do, it applies with Yaqwah's order thing. And once we know that we doing his will, then he made it plain in the book of Sirach two verse uh, ten. We'll make it up two verse ten. He made it plain there, young line, in two verse ten, what did he said we can read in Sirach. not a big dignity came out of heaven, the angel, and he wanna to talk to the field. And what
1: he tell those here in 2 verse 10? What did he say, young man? Come on. The book of Sirach, chapter 2, verse 10. Look at the generations of old and see that ever any trust in Yahweh was confounded, or did any abide in his fear and was forsaken. or well, whom did he ever despise that called upon him? Mm-hmm. So you see he said, he said, check.
2: He told us here now, you go and check the records and show me when order was in order and everybody was dancing to the beat of what is written in this Bible. Show me where you were forsaken or you were gang, fan, and you came up short. He said, show it to me. So it's no record. So we are telling you now, how you get back in position, you got to recognize the lead tribe, and you got to recognize that Yahweh runs all this business through the present day Judah. That's how he operates today. So if you open to a ministry in Christianity, Islam, Judaism, and Jehovah Witnessism, and all that. That ain't gonna cut it according to his Bible. We're gonna try to show you the order of things. And once we back in order, Yahuwah have no other reason but to intervene. But we gotta stay in order. So you gotta understand, once upon a time ago, Judah was in position to every nation. Whatever move they made, they had to come through Judah first and leave it ten percent and now that we're doing today we're giving out ten percent now to everybody but Judah yeah. so we going we got the bible in our hands and we're doing everything but giving that ten percent to Judah Judah is not the people in the land of they once had the land, but Judah lost the land. But we come to 69 camp, to let you know, according to 8, verse 10 again, in the 49th chapter, it, t- it tells us something about Judah that we need to be clear of, of the reign of Judah. Back to the 49th chapter, verse 8, down to verse 10. Now, take your time here online because there's a point I want to bring out. The point I want to bring out is 8 down to verse 10. Take the time to read it. We'll understand it. And remember, we feel to edify the national audience.
1: 8 down to 10. Come on. The book of Genesis, chapter 49, verse 8 down to verse 10. Genesis chapter 49, verse 8 reads, Judah, you are he whom your brother shall pray. Your hand should be the neck of your enemy. Your father's children shall bow down before you. Verse nine. Judah is the lion's weapon from the prey, my son. You have gone up. He stooped down, he couched as a lion, as an old lion who surrounds him up. Verse 10, The Jezekah' rulership should not depart from Judah, nor a lawgiver from between his feet until Yahuwah's son come and unto him shall the gathering of the people be.
2: What do you mean by between his feet? That means it always will be, until the return of Yahuwah, a bloodline Judah showing you the way, and you got to recognize it. He said, the rulership of the word of Yahuwah will not depart from Judah until Shiloh, which is Yahweh the son comes. So the rulership would be in the hand of Judah through his bloodline. He was letting Judah know through your bloodline. it was, You always can be able to get a message through Judah. And Judah is, see, a, a, and one thing about Judah, understand one thing. They have cooked your books on Judah today, and they put a word there, that you have to catch it in first Kings fifteen. So now see this. So you gotta catch this word and don't be thumbing around with this word. And understand that Judah was uh was in the book real good. But something happened to Judah in Second Kings fifteen. So now we're going to Second Kings 15, y'all. It's all about edifying now. That's what we're doing. We're doing some edifying. See, we got to make sure we clear, because like we know by our land, Damascus, Syria, once upon a time, belonged to Judah. Judah ran everything, and when the seer had to go take, a, take his uh, girdle and took it from... The land of Israel to the Euphrates, because you know what? The land of Israel went to Euphrates. The land of Israel went to Euphrates. There was no body there, but the land of the 12 tribes of Israel scattered property from the center capital of the world all the way to Euphrates, that direction. That was it. So now, in 2 Kings chapter 15 there, uh, young man. Kind of work with those here a little bit. Because we want to catch something red-handed to edify the national audience. What do it says in verse 6, 15,
1: verse 6? The book of 2 King, chapter 15, verse 6. 2 King, chapter 15, verse 6 reads, And the rest of the acts of Hezariah. And all that he did are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah. Kings of Judah. Uh-huh. Verse 8. Verse 8. In the 38th year of Azariah, king of Judah, did Zechariah, the son of Jehoiakim, reign over Israel and Samaria six months. mm mm-hmm. So you see,
2: they they got no problem with it's talking about what Judah did, how they ruled everything, getting and grinning real good. Then all of a sudden we just keep reading this Bible. It's talking about Judah, Judah reigned, Judah was all right. And um, let's see what happens in verse number 17.
1: And repeat that verse here. Verse 17. Second King, chapter 15, verse 17. At the night and 30th year of Azariah, king of Judah, began, Manapim, the son of Gadai, Gadai, to reign over Israel, and reigned uh, ten but,
2: years. But, but remember, you're young line, when you're teaching, we got to hit the point. All I want you to get down to Judah, just to bring Judah in. I'm not looking for a stir line, and you should not be looking for the stir line either. Just the point that it was Judah. So when you get down to the word Judah, that's it. Just stop. Let's take a note of that. Verse 13. Verse
1: 13. Shalphim, the son of Jabesh, began to rule. And the night and thirtieth year of Azariah, king of Judah.
2: Yeah, King of Judah. So now we keep on hearing about this king of Judah. Then we got to understand what it said in 2 Corinthians 2, verse 11. Now is good, national audience. 2 Kings
1: 2, 11. Second Corinthians, chapter 2, verse 11. Second Corinthians, chapter 2, verse 11 reads, Let Satan to get an advantage of us, for we are not ignorant of his devices. See, you cannot
2: be ignorant of Satan's devices. See, that's what we can't tell you. Don't be ignorant of a large matter or a small matter. Don't be ignorant of Satan's devices. He's very cunning. And so I'll be reading about Judah, 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 the kings of Judah. Then we just started to keep reading this Bible about Judah. And then we're going we gonna to show you something. And I feel we got plenty of time and no accident that the big digging chair said we're going to hold off a lot of uh, dwarves coming on stage. We're going to hold them off. Or we're going to catch you in some nights here. So it's no accident on how they roll. So, in so, so the young line, what we're going to do, we're going to take our time and edify on what we got to work with. See, that's all. What we got to work with. They're going to do their part, and we're going to do our part. So now we keep on hearing about the king of Judah, king of Judah, king of Judah. Now, Let's see what it says in the 16th chapter, verse number 6. Now watch this right here in 16, 2 Kings 16, verse number 6. Let's see, let's see what happened. Matter of fact, I ain't through it yet. Let's go to the 16th chapter. I'm not through it yet. I just want to play with it a little bit more. 16, verse
1: 1, what does it say? 2 Kings chapter 16. Verse 1, in the seventh year, in the 17th year of Pekah, the son of Ramallah, Ahab, the son of Jotham, king of Judah. King of
2: Judah. All right. Let's get down the verse number. Let's see what we get out of verse number 6.
1: 2 Kings, chapter 16. Verse 6, at that time, resident king of Syria was going to to Syria and trade the Jews from that The the,
2: the The
1: Jews. The The Jews. Jews. The Jews.
2: You see, they did. So that's how they Mm -hmm. plainly stuck that word in for the first time in 2 Kings 16, verse 6. So they plainly stuck that word in there, the Jews. And from that point on, now you're all over the place, and now they become Jews and Jewish and Judaism. See, we've been reading about Judah all the time, but now they stuck a word in called the Jew. And, but remember one thing. So we come humble to tell you what is written in numbers 15, 15, and 16, and 29. See, we come coming to work with your memory. Enlighten your eyes. To understand, you have to be able to catch this thing once it unfolds. You cannot be ignorant of Satan's devices. And Yahuwah got it written in Numbers chapter 15, verse 15, 16, and 29. Where did he say that young line?
1: The book of Numbers. Book of the law, the book of Numbers, chapter 15, verse 15, 16, and 29. Numbers chapter 15, verse 15. What honor should be both for you of the congregation of Israel, and also for the stranger that should journey with you, and ordinance forever in your generation. As you are, so should the stranger be before Yahweh. Verse 16: One law and one matter should be for you and for the stranger that should journey with you. Verse 29. You should have one law for him that sinned through ignorance, both for him that is born among the children of Israel and for the stranger that should journey among you. And
0: what is he saying?
2: He's saying, listen, if you get caught up with this word called the Jew, to bring in Jewish and Judy, and you know you're a bloodline Israelite. He said, you cannot follow them, they gotta follow you. So you put yourself up on a curse by not obeying the rules and regulations. The word Jew is a EZRA 262. So when you see the word Jew in your Bible, you go, you, you make up a, a note of it. The word Jew is a E-Z-R-A 262 word to the bloodline of life. What is it young online?
1: The book of Exodus, chapter 2, verse 62 reads, These sought their reticent among those that, that were wrecked by genealogy, but they were not found. Therefore, were they as polluted? Put from the priesthood. So when you see
2: the word Jew, national artist, that is a bloodline Israelite descent, you have to pronounce that word as polluted. The word Jew is a polluted word for Judah. They slip that word in you, then once you bit that word called the Jew, Then you bring in the Jewish peoples. You bring in one lie on the next one. Then you come up with a Judaism religion. You see, but the bloodline Israelite cannot follow that. When you see the word Jew, it's polluted for the word Judah. And Judah is who that we can read in Exodus chapter 1. Let's read Judah what order is judah in with the birth certificate and we're gonna find out is anybody named jew through the birth certificate that's written in the bible in exodus chapter 1 when you get to judah stop right there let's read exodus chapter 1 and see what's going on what's in that young line the
1: book of exodus chapter 1 verse 1 and verse 2 verse 1 read Now, these are the names of the children of Israel, which came into Egypt. Every man and his household came with Israel. Verse 2, Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah. And Judah. See that? So Judah
2: is the fourth son of Israel, whose name was changed from Jacob to Israel, and Deuteronomy, I mean, Genesis 32, 28. It's nobody named Jew. Here's the birth certificate of the 12 tribes of Israel. It's nobody in here named Puerto Rican, Mexican, Indian, Latinos. Here you go the bloodline of the 12 tribes of Israel. So if you call by any new names, Nigerians, which is Gadites. That's who the Nigerians is, the Gadites. If you call by any of these names, then you're not following the rules of the regulation of the Bible. It tell you number 15, 15, 16, as you are, so shall a stranger be. All Israel is reckoned through Numbers chapter one sixteen through it through eighteen. Let's find out how all Israel is reckoned there, young lion. We're going to and look at verse one and we'll skip down to 16 through 18. We want not know who is sitting this thing up. Numbers chapter
1: 1 verse 1 then 16 down to verse 18. The book of Numbers chapter 1 verse 1 16, down to verse 18, Romans chapter 1, verse 1. And Yahweh spake spake unto Moses in the wilderness of Horeb in the tabernacle of the congregation on the first day of the second month. The second year after they will come out of the land of Egypt, saying, verse 16, these were the renown of the congregation princes of the tribe of their fathers, heads of thousands in Israel. Verse 17. And Moses and Aaron took these men, which are expressed by their names. Verse 18. And they assembled all the congregation of Israel together on the first day of the second month. And they declared their pedigrees after their families by the nation of their fathers according to the mm-hmm. number of the name, were 20 years mm-hmm. old and upward by their pose. Mm-hmm. And they acquired
2: their pedigree. Now what that word means, pedigree? You preach up your Bible to First Chronicles one. What do you mean by like they declare ped- their pedigree from 20 years old and old? What that pose mean? Preach up your Bible. To the book of First Chronicles 9.1 and see what the word means. Pedigree. What that mean What that word means? Trace up your Bible to 9.1 one of Chronicles and see what it means.
1: What do you mean that young lion? First Chronicles chapter nine, verse one. So all Israel was reckoned by genealogy. Excellent. And behold, there. Were... Excellent. Excellent, right there.
2: All Israel was reckoned by genealogy. So pedigree means your genealogy, means your bloodline. So all Israel always will rehearse their pedigree, their bloodline. It's no bloodline for African Americans, Negro, color, Jamaicans, Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, and Latinos. You can't rehearse your bloodline with the Bible because it's not there. As so long as you got them titles up under your name, you will never see his Bible. The riches of open your eyes of the riches of his Bible until you understand that all the names we just got through calling is polluted names that keep you away from the truth. Your landmark, your name, until you recognize that when you call by African American Negro color super cool and black, and called Puerto Ricans, Mexicans, and Latinos, you is holding back the ministry, and you holding back Yahweh's hand from stepping up because he made it plain how he operates. In the 35th chapter, verse 7 and 8, of the book of Isaiah, how he operates. Let's see what he says in verse 1 and 7 and 8. We're going
1: to the thirty-fifth chapter of the book called Isaiah. You know what? Look down at verse one and verse seven and eight. What does it say? Look, Isaiah is here, chapter twenty-five, verse one and seven down to verse eight. Isaiah, chapter twenty-five, verse one. Mm-hmm. Oh Yahweh, you are my Yahweh. I will exalt you. I will praise your name. For you have done wonderful things, your counsel of old, our faithfulness and truth. Verse 7. And he will assure in his mouth the face of the covering cast over all people and the veil that is spread over all nations. Verse 8. He will swallow up death and victory. And Yahweh will wipe away tears from all the faces, and the rebuke of his people shall he take away from off all the earth, for Yahweh has spoken it. Mm-hmm. He said all that,
2: and, and that sounds good, young line, all that sounds good, but now look right at Isaiah 35, verse 1, real carefully, and read me verse 7 and 8. All oh, that sounds real good. But we're going to be going to Isaiah 35, verse 1 and 7 and 8, and we're going to see exactly what we're getting out of this young mind? Isaiah 35, verse 1, and we will skip down to verse 6 to 8. So we're going to Isaiah 35, verse 1, then 6 down to verse 8. Take your time we got a lot of time and take care of Yahuwah's business, we're doing some edifying, we're laying the foundation on some things we need to know before we all bump the gums. I understand the children of Israel had a lot of land, but children of Israel have been led by the prophecy of Judah, and that's when they prosper. That means Judah knew his position and 11 tribes knew their position, but right now Judah don't even exist in the mind of the world today, because it did. You be looking for Judah and bring your ten percent to Judah. After you give your ten percent to the Christians, Islam, and Judaism, you'll come find Judah from from the from the direction of this Bible. Then
1: the blessing will come in.
2: Isaiah 35 verse 1
1: 6 to 8 says what? The book of Isaiah see is, chapter 35, verse 1. Get down 7 down to verse 8. Isaiah well, 35 6-5. verse Hold
2: on, hold young line. Make it
1: verse 6. Uh, 6, 7, and 8. The book of Isaiah to see is, chapter 35, verse 1. Skip down verse 6 down to verse 8. Isaiah chapter 35, verse 1. The wilderness and the solitary place should be glad for them. And the desert should be taught and blossom as the rose. Oh, hold that point. Get down.
2: Hold that point. Now the wilderness and the solitary place will be glad for them. Who is it now? Who is it talking about that we can read by looking at Deuteronomy chapter 1? Who is he talking about? That's just a game changer of the precepts. The wilderness and the solidarity place shall be glad for them. Now, who to the them? Because you don't want nobody to take credit for, and they become to them. So, when you precept your Bible, you find out who this wilderness is wilderness for the them. We're going to do the Romans one one and find out exactly who they talking about is for the them. Whoop a name, by genealogy. Let's see what it says in Deuteronomy 1.1 and stop when you get to a word called wilderness.
1: The book of Deuteronomy chapter 1 verse 1 reads, These be the words which Moses spake unto all Israel on this side of Jordan in the wilderness. You see that?
2: So, the solidary place in the wilderness is for the coming in the mind of the children of Israel. And guess what? A, a place that's over there in the wilderness that we can read in verse number, we want to read a place that's over there in that wilderness he's talking about, in verse number two. Let's see, let's, let's see what you're not allowed to talk.
1: Deuteronomy chapter 1, verse 2. There are 11 days' journey from Horeb. Thank you. Y'all for yes, it? Horeb. The mountain of Horeb, they call
2: it Mount Sinai today. So that means one thing about you. So you see now, they got over there now, Saudi Arabia, they got fences all around the place. Well, listen, the only reason they got fences around the place because they knew one thing. They don't took over something belongs to you, because really, what happened? They was given to you once the other nations took it over. They gave you way out there in Saudi Arabia. They gave Saudi Arabia to the Arab man. The Arab man, that land don't belong to Saudi Arabia. That land don't belong to the one that's in the land perpetrating being you. That land belongs to the one that's called African American Negro. We're take a name, the children of Israel. Saudi Arabia is Mount Horeb. Okay. So you see, how much we got to come and lighten those and then recognize we're going to catch this word and be prepared when the time comes when the great big temple is set up. The school is set up. The banquet hall is set up. The radio station set up. You got to have people got to be in place. That place is too big for you running to see it all around. You got to have some information. You got to be ready. Because people's yeah, in, well. you got to sit down and put the book on them to let them know we just ain't a lovely song on the, on the clock. We are the true voices of the true Israelites. Many voices But we all led by the four-letter man, YHWH. We clear that we not anti-anybody and we not connected with anybody. But who we connected to is 914 of Zachariah. This who the Sixth Anointed Camps is connected with. 9 verse 14 of Zechariah. This is all we affiliate with. 914. Who we affiliate with, young man? in 9.14 or the
1: book of Zechariah. Come on. Go on to the book of Zechariah. Chapter 9. Verse 14. Read. And your cross should be seen over there. Go ahead. And this and his arrow should go forth as a lightning, and y'all should blow the trumpet and should go, but whirlwinds of the south. He said, you
2: should be won over them again, y'all Now take your time and look at what it's saying. See, I'm not interested in a lot of reading, and, and uh before I get you talking, you ready to go? Just pause, because we edify now, that verse in 14, 14 verse 9, Yahuwah going to be what? That first line? And, and Yahuwah should be seen over them. And Yahuwah should be seen over them. So, you, so Yahuwah got to be seen over you. You can't have nobody over you but Yahuwah. That's why you got to have your own. You can't be connected with no group. No group, I don't care what it is. In the land of Israel. In, in, in the land of Israel, the Arabs, soldiers, all that. No, we're not connected with nobody. What we connected to is one people. The six anointed captive brought over to Israel, and we led by the four-letter man. And that's the game changer. Because the four-letter man is plainly what the four-letter man can do. Do the four-letter for The four-letter man can do it to anybody that's in high status. Um, Samuel, chapter seventeen, verse four. Let's show you. Let's show you what Yahweh can do to anybody in power. A part of the four levels Let's see what it says in First uh, Samuel, chapter seventeen, verse four.
1: Go out to the book of First Samuel to see it. Chapter seventeen, verse four. Go out to the book of First Samuel to see it. Chapter seventeen. Verse 4. 1 Samuel chapter 17. Verse 4. And there went out a champion out of the camp of the Philistines, named Goliath of Gath, whose height was six cubits and expand. Mm-hmm. Verse 51. Verse 61. Verse 61. Verse 51. Therefore David ran and stood upon the Philistines and took his sword and drew it out of the set thereof. And slew him and cut off his head wherewith. And with the Philistines saw their champion was dead. They played. You see that? And that will happen again. And that's how I gonna
2: happen now Peter, right? While well, she can understand that the champion is, is uh and the champions is jeremiah 50 verse 7. let me show you who the champion is today jeremiah 50 verse 7. now this is where you gotta look at the champion today is written in prophecy jeremiah 50 verse 7. well who's champion today that young line go out to the book of jeremiah
1: to see chapter 50 verse 7. the book of jeremiah to chapter 50. Verse 7 reads, All that felt them had devoured them. And the adversary said, We offend not, because they have sinned against Yahweh. They have a taking of justice. I mean, so that
2: means that's why the children of Israel gotta know who they are, because every nation on the planet Earth today is guilty on delivering you up. Everybody's guilty prophesied 1,000 B.C., Who going to be muffed in the battle, and the biggest guilty of them all is written in Psalms 83, verse 1. Let me show you something. That's why the children of Israel, the bloodline Israelites, supposed to be hooked up with no nation. No nation. 'all All of them is guilty. All of them is guilty. And he and here go to all them names right now in Psalm 83, one down to verse number. The ticket, the ticket. This that's kind of in Psalm 83 young line. I wanna look at a verse there in Psalm 83. I wanna look at before you saw reading, I wanna look at a verse that got written in Psalm 83. It says, um It says something that we need to hear in Psalm 83. Let's see what it says that we need. It says in Psalms 83. What's it say in verse 17? 17.
1: 837. Psalms chapter 83, verse 17. Psalms chapter 83, verse 17. Read. Let them be confounded and troubled forever. Yea, let them be put to shame and perish. Mm -hmm. That's right. right. Now, verse fifteen. Verse fifteen. I repeat that dear Israel, Psalms eighty-three, verse fifteen. So, persecute them with your children and make them afraid with your storm. You see? So, you see he's saying?
2: So, he's saying and do what to do, do, do
1: what to him in verse 13? Verse 13. O my Yaquah, make them like a wheel as the stubble before the wind. You see that? Now,
2: so so, he, so he's telling you, them need a good whooping put on them and make them shame and make them perish. Now we're going to find out who you talking about. Now we're going to find out exactly who you talking about right now. that's so what we going to do. So now we're going to find out who you talking about. Now let's go to Psalm 83, verse 1, the damn and make them be ashamed and all that good stuff. Now you better run it down exactly who you talking. To. Who are you talking about? You better run it down right now. Come on, that young man, eight three verse one. Let's
1: read a little bit. The Book of Psalms, chapter 83, verse one. Read. Keep not thou silent, O Yahweh. Hold not your peace. It be not still, O Yahweh. Verse two. But lo, no, your enemies make a tumult, and they that hate you have lifted up the age. Verse 3. They have taken crafty counsel against your people and consulted against your hidden ones. Verse 4. They have said, come and let us cut them off from being a nation. Let the name of Israel may be no more and remembrance. Verse 5 but they have consorted together with one consent they are confederate against you verse six the tabernacles of esau and the ishmaelites of moab and the hangarese verse seven gebal and amon and amalek the philistines with the habitants of tyre
2: Good. And Amalek. Esau. Esau and Amalek. That's the one. Let me I I'm,
1: I'm hearing an echo there y'all, you know, man. Let me see if I correct it. Yeah, this yeah. I hear, I hear something too as
2: well, my hand. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna see how correct this echo that I'm hearing in now, huh? So uh Okay. okay. Yeah.
0: How about I sound
1: right now? And huh? repeat that see Israel. What uh, what I'm trying to do is give a radio check. How do I sound right now? now, now right? It's it sound a little bit sound a little bit echo in there. That Sounded clear, but it's a little bit of echo. Okay,
2: well. I'm trying to correct some of that. Right
1: now there, young man. But I see we own something. So how do I sound now, young man? Hmm. Sound much better? I hear you, but not, not as clearly. Not real clearly. Just still a little bit. Not real
0: clearly, young man.
1: Well, let's, let's, um... I mean, right, I, I, not, not.
2: Now. Oh. So now you hear me real good now, right there, y'all, right?
1: I mean, now
2: I, I, I hear you. Yeah, okay, because you got a lot, a lot of buttons over there, we be pushing there, young man. So you pushing a lot of buttons over here. You know, that's why I said, so let will have everybody in place and push the button, set everything up. The moves and shake going to be ready to go. They're going to get in where they fit in. And they're going to stop being a 12 verse 3. Um, um, It'll stop being a 12 verse 3 of Ecclesiastes. So they're going to get away from being a 12 verse 3. What do you think? What do
1: they say in 12 verse 3 there, Father uh, Titus? All right, the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 3. We'll go up to the book of Ecclesiastes. Chapter 12, verse 3. Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 3. In the day when the keepers of the house shall tremble, and the strong men shall bow themselves, and the grinders' feet, because they are few, and those who look out the windows be dark. Uh Uh-huh. So you're saying, so
2: you're saying, young line, soon or later. Do or later. later, they going to all stop.
1: Doing what, young lion? Ecclesiastes chapter 12, verse 3. In the day when the keepers of the house shall tremble, and the strong men shall bow themselves, and the grinders cease, because they are few do those who look out of the window be
2: dark. So they don't stop looking out the window. They're going to get in where they fit in at. So we know yeah, so later they're going to... Now give me Nahor on chapter 1 verse 9 and 12. Because see what we got to do, young lion, we got to build them up. So that Nahor on 1 verse 9 and 12, this is what we got to do, young lion. We got to, we got to let them know.
1: Was written in Nahum one verse nine and twelve. What's written there, young lion? The book of Nahum, the seer, chapter one, verse nine and verse twelve. Nahum chapter one verse nine. What do you imagine against Yahshua? He will make an utter end affliction. Shall not rise up the second time? Verse twelve. Thus said Yahshua. Though they be quiet, and likewise many yet thugs, shall it be cut down. When he shall pass through, though I afflicted you, I will afflict you no more. So he says,
2: although it quiet, they're scheming on you, all the big dignitaries scheming on you. But he let you know your cap now is over if you give on the banner of the four letters, Y-A-W-H. Your captivity will be over once you start contributing to YHWH. See so we send that money all over the world and we contribute we is contributing to people that do have, not have your best Bible interest. Once we understand that when we get our hand on our couple dollars, they call it, and that ten percent get to you bosses of the two Israelites. And then you start seeing the land, development, the trucks. You start seeing the school, the banquet hall, the radio station of our own. What's the time we had our own. So once you understand that it's a requirement of you to understand, once you get your hand on whatever you're getting your hand on, the first thing you're going to do is pull 10% out of it, and give to the ministry. And look at the latter-day things that. What is that, here? Well, that's written in the book of Genesis, chapter 28, verse 29 and verse 22. It's written. It's written in Genesis chapter 28, verse 29 and verse 22.
1: That's where it's written at. What does it say, young man? Go on to the Book of Genesis, chapter twenty-eight, verse twenty to twenty-two. Book of Genesis, chapter twenty-eight, verse twenty. Read. And Jacob bowed about, saying, "If Yahweh would be with would be with me, and will keep me in His way that I go, and will give me bread to eat and raiment, garments to put on." Verse twenty-one so that I come again to my father's house in peace. Then shall Yahweh be my Yahweh. Verse 22. And this soul, which I have set for a pillar, should be Yahweh's temple. And of all that you should give me, I will surely give the tip unto you. You see that? So, and of
2: no word that kind of, is the tent is another word for that tent called, and where he pulled that verse from is Genesis 14, verse number 20. Let's see where he pulled that that word from, a tent from. What's another word for the tent, according
1: to Genesis 14, verse 20? Book of Genesis, chapter 14, verse 20 reads, And bless thee, the Most High Yahuwah, which had delivered my enemy to your head. And he would give them
0: tithes
1: of all. You see that? So
2: there you go right there. So you can use any words you want to use, but it's based upon pulling out a tenth temp, of whatever your earn is, is get to the ministry of Yahweh voice over to Israelites, and then you line up with the will of Yahweh. And see, Lord, he playing an alligator with them ten, that ten percent. And see that same thing Paul had to come to the great big temple of uh, Yahwah. He had addressed the nation of Israel because they came in thirteen verse 44. They was coming. Let's see what happened. Thirteen forty four of the book of Acts. Let's see who came the great big
1: temple in 13 verse 44 of Acts. Go to the book of Acts chapter 13 verse 44. The book of Acts chapter 13 verse 44. And the next Sabbath day came almost the whole city together to hear the word of Yahweh.
2: And Paul knew what it was there. And Paul knew the whole city came to hear the word of Yahuwah. Then Paul addressed them about the word of Yahuwah. So he addressed them. The whole city came on the Sabbath day. They all there on the Sabbath day to hear the word of Yahuwah. And so so Peter gave Paul the microphone in Hebrews chapter 7. And he responded to all... Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon, and the rest of the Israelites were there. So Paul responded to them and said something to them in the seventh chapter. He said something to them in verse two. Let's see what he says in verse two to them. Two and four. The
1: book okay, of Hebrews. Hebrews. Hebrew word for the
2: chapter seven? Hold on, there, young man. See, you're you talking. Take a deep breath. Pause. Then, leave a little gap in there, then stretch out a little bit. So now in Hebrews chapter 7, verse 2, Paul was given the microphone, since all Israel was there, to Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon. And this is what Paul said to them in verse 2. What did he say in verse 2 and 4 to them?
1: The book of Hebrews, little word for the book of Israelites, chapter 7, verse 2 and verse 4. But get into lights. Hebrews chapter seven, verse two. To whom also Abraham gave the tenth part of all. Good. First being it so, so here it is that right there. So now he's quoting what
2: Abraham gave a tenth part of all. And and what what word did what word was used over there in Genesis about the tenth part of all? When we read the fourteenth chapter of Genesis. What was the word that was used? Now, Abraham gave a 10th part of all. So what was another word that was used? Paul just said, Abraham gave a 10th part of all. But what word was that in 20, 14 verse 20? What what word was used in Genesis 14 verse 20? What word was used there, young man? Read that verse 20. But, but,
1: Book of Genesis chapter fourteen verse twenty, and blessed be the Most high Yahweh who has delivered your enemies into your hand, and he gave them tithes of all you see that
2: so that tenth part of all is what according to seven verse two what is the what is that 10th part is, uh, young lion, according to seven chapters verse Hebrews 7, verse 2. This tenth part is what?
1: Tithes.
2: Tithes. Now, get the precept in verse 4. 7, verse 4.
1: Book of Israelites, Salute the word Hebrew, chapter 7, verse 4. Now consider how great this man was unto whom even the patriarch, Abraham gave the tip of the sport. Tie. You in your line.
2: So that tenth is what again in your line? Tie. So that's what it is. And look what Yahweh says
1: behind that in verse 7. Verse 7. And without all contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. So
2: the left is blessed of the better when they do what in verse 4? The left is blessed in the better when they do what in verse 4? Read it.
1: Verse 4. Now consider how great this man was, but to whom even the patriarch Abraham gave the tip tithe of the spoils. You see that? Verse 2. Two lines. Verse 2. To whom also Abraham gave the tenth tithe, part of all. And then what happened in verse seven?
2: And when you, and when you give a tenth tithe, you can use the word called contribution. You use the word called free will offering. But long as it's what he you give a free will offering on a tenth of all. So whatever word you want to use, look what Yahweh say if you do it according to the Bible, what you now become up under in verse 7.
1: Verse 7. And without all contra- contradiction, the less is blessed of the better. So you blessed. So you all came
2: where Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon all the life, and they brought a tenth of all. And they were blessed by doing so. So that's what I'm trying to tell you, C. Royce. Remember, the this broadcast, humble, is to unlock why we're in a condition we're in today and what we need to understand one thing. But we have to step to the plate and start giving that 10% to Yahuwah's bosses of the true Israelites, then you will see Yahuwah do some great things because he's going to intervene. Because once we follow in this book, he got no choice but to intervene. Let me read what Josephus said. Josephus said this. Now, he was around the time the destruction of the children of Israel, but he made something plainly to be understood. He says Josephus of book Fourteen, chapter seven, page one ten. Let no one wonder that there was so much wealth in our temple, since all of Judah throughout the inhabitants of the earth, and those that worship Yahweh, yea, even those of Asia, and your contributions to it, and this from very old times. See, regardless of you making two to six anointed camps, that don't mean you don't send your contributions. No, send your contributions. Is that what you do? Let's get a case in point there, young liar. Let's run to it and see if anything changed in the book called Romans chapter 15, 25 through 27. Let's see what's going on. Romans 15, 25 through 27. So if you just being a hearer of the word, uh, you're going to be a doer of the word. The blessing comes when you become a doer of the word. Romans 15, verse 25 to 27. Let I say that, young man.
1: The book of Romans, chapter 15, verse 25 to 27. Romans, chapter 15, verse 25, read. But now I go into Yadah Judah, to minister unto the saints. Verse 26. what that, pleased them of, Macedonica, of Macedonica, Macedonia and Achaia, To make a certain contribution for the poor saints which are at Yadav Judah. Verse 27. It has pleased them truly, and and their debtors they are. For if the Gentiles, the northern tribes, have been made partakers of their spiritual things, their duty is also to minister unto them in carnal things. You see that? So he said you got
2: duties to do. You got to minister to Yahweh's bosses of the two Israelites and things. That means that money. You got to pull that 10% out and get that money to the temple and then watch Yahweh put the blessing on you. less is blessed and the better. Don't worry about who to your left and who's to your right. You just do what Yahweh is showing you in this Bible. In the book of 1... Corinthians 16, 1 down to verse 5, young lion. But, but read 1 Corinthians chapter 1, 1 and 2 first, then we'll go straight to the 16th chapter 1 down to verse 5. What it say in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1 and 2, then go to sixteen chapter, verse 1 down
1: to verse 5? What does it say? I'll go on to 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1 and 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 16 verse 1 down to verse 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 1 and 2. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verse 1 reads Paul called to be an apostle of Yahweh the Son through the will of Yahweh the Father and Satan unto our brother. Verse 2. Until the church, the congregation of Yahweh, the temple of Yahweh, that is in court, to them that are sanctified in Yahweh's the Son, called to be saved. With all that in every place, call upon the name of Yahweh, our Yahweh, both theirs mm. and ours.
2: Hey, hold that point. Hold that point right there. Yeah. To the church. Now precept that the 1 Peter 5.13. What church are you talking about? What church are you talking about?
1: 5.13. Uh, 1 Peter. Go to 1 Peter 5.13. Go to Chief Speak of the Nation of Israel. Chapter 5. Verse 13. 1 Peter chapter 5. Verse 13. The church. The congregation of Israel that are at Babylon elected that, that together. Well, With you. well? Hey, hey, y'all, lying. What, what, was The
2: church at again? The church is well. That is at Babylon, at Babylon. Okay, good. The church at Babylon, huh? Now, precept that back to First Chronicles one verse nine. Let's find out what church was at Babylon. So this is to the church that was at Babylon. What church is at Babylon and one and nine verse one of First Chronicles? What what's the name of that church at Babylon? We're gonna read it right now in First Chronicles one verse nine. Nine verse on First one. Chronicles? I mean. Yeah. First Chronicles nine one and know we're going to find out, young lion. We going to find out what church was at Babylon that Paul was directing his attention to? So we go and find out in nine verse one of First Chronicles the church that was at Babylon. What what what's going
1: on with that? Come on, we go out to First Chronicles chapter nine verse one. First Chronicles chapter nine verse one. First Chronicles chapter nine verse one. So all Israel were wrecked by genealogy. And behold, they are written in the book of the kings of Israel and Judah, who were carried away to Babylon for their sins. So the
2: church, the church was taken the churches at Babylon. Was who again in your mind? According to nine verse one, who was the church at Babylon? So all Israel, all Israel, a that. Y'all see that's what the church at Babylon. So Paul is talking about the church of Babylon, not the church of the Christian church, Islam, of Judaism. The church is the children of Israel that was at Babylon. So you see that. That's how you got to connect these books. So the church at Babylon, that's what Paul's talking about and and everywhere else. Now give me that. Now come on back to that book you're getting ready to read and what that was. First Corinthians what again? Now you're online. What was
1: you getting ready to read? I was reading the first Corinthians uh, chapter one. Verse 1. I didn't you read three, verse, verse 2, two already. Wait,
2: hold on in, young man. Okay. Now you read 1 and 2 already. We got that out the way. Then you're going to skip down to what? 16, 1 through 5? Hallelujah. Yeah, give me verse a now. Now you read verse 1 and 2. Now you can come back to the First Corinthians 16, right? And look at
1: 1 down Alleluia. to verse five. 5.
2: What it say? What does it say?
1: 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 1 down to verse 5. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 1. Now concerning the collection for the saints that I have given order to the congregation of Israel, the children of Israel, of Galatia, even so do you. Verse 2. Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store. As Yom had prosper him that there be no gathering when I come verse 3 and when I come whosoever shall prove by your letters there will I send to bring your laboratory your laboratory your laboratory until y'all die verse 4 and if it be me that I go also they should go with me verse 5 now would I come up to you when I shall pass through Macedonia. For I do pass through Macedonia. You see that? So he said when I come to Macedonia,
2: that's over there in Europe. He said I want y'all to be challenged. Yeah, when I come on the first day of the week, that means once I get through with my um, Acts 18 verse 4, He said once... Once I get, get through with Acts 18, verse 4, what it say there, young man? What it say? So Paul said, once I complete my Acts 18, verse 4,
1: what does it say? Go to the book of Acts, chapter 18, verse 4. Acts, chapter 18, verse 4. Any reason in the temple, every Sabbath, and persuading, y'all die Judah, Attend all the tribes, nor the king. Uh-huh. Where you get that from? Four sixteen. What what he
2: why is he reasoning the Sabbath day every Sabbath? So where you get that from? Did anybody set the stage for him to
1: do that? Luke chapter four, verse sixteen. Book of Luke, chapter four, verse sixteen. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And his custom was, he went into the temple on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. You see that?
2: Paul, after, he said, after I get through with doing the business of Yahweh on the Sabbath day, he said, now I'm going to come to y'all on the first day of the week. So that means the first day of the week starts right after the Sabbath day is over with. Do well. is, is that right? For your first job, uh, working as an intern with yes. Will Smith, yes. you say to them, yeah. look, I have to have the Sabbath yes. off, yes. which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. I've been going to church, we say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church, and you corrected me, you said no, Sunday is the first day of the week, Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right, that's right. I stand corrected. (laughs) Amen. So you go to your first job with Will Smith and say, look, I'm really excited to be here, but I have to have Friday. Friday night
0: sundown, Saturday night sundown off.
2: So now we clear when we read 1 Corinthians 16, one down to verse 5 through 7, whatever we read to, that Paul, once the service was over, then he's going to for all the congregations just to, to make sure you got them that contribution or donation as days of old. Now, what can we read the days of old as? At, at that what they did? Let's see, we read it in young lines. See, once we've been out of this Bible, Understand one thing: the Sabbath day is sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. After that, over you're supposed to make your contribution and your donations to the ministry. And Paul said, "Don't be don't be thumbing around when I come to get that money to take it back to the saints that's at Judah." Yeah, uh, what? Latter Day Saints. Where is it say that at the post saints at Judah. Uh, fourteen thirty two. That young line of of Isaiah. Let's see, can we get a precept for the Latter Day Saints out of Utah? They come out the post saints. That's at Judah. Let's see, you saying fourteen thirty
1: four? And that I want. at Isaiah
2: fourteen thirty four. So I want young line come out.
1: Isaiah chapter 14 is verse 32. Isaiah chapter 14, verse 32. What should be, what should be what did ask the messengers of the nations. Then Yahweh had found the Yahweh Judah, and the poor of his people should trust in it. You see that? Think of that, young lion. So he talking about, so,
2: so Paul saying, when I come in Europe, don't and I and I do a little teaching here, but you know you're supposed to be putting that co- that collection together and don't be staring around when I come on the first day of the week the first day of the week is soon as the Saturday day is over with, that's the beginning of the week. so he came when the sun set after he got through his great teaching, then he came and got the money bag and taking the money bag back to the poor saints which is the tribe of Judah and who he had working with him was Judah, Benjamin, Levi, and Simeon. Yep. So that's how you tie the book up in order. So he said now, and Josephus says, this thing was of old. They've done his collection of old. Let's see if we precept that and find out where of old they did this at. Let's run people at it the days of old there, young line, by going to Second Chronicles 24, verse 4, 5, 8, down to verse 14. Let's find out what's in this going on of days of old. First Chronicles 24, verse 4, 5, 18, I mean, 8, down to verse 14. 2 Chronicles 24, 4, 5, Deliver the knockout, bro. Young lion,
1: come on. Going to the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 24, verse 4 down to verse 5 and 8 down to verse 14. 2 Chronicles, chapter 24, verse 4 reads, 2 Chronicles, chapter 24, verse 4, and it came to pass after this that Joab was minded to repair the temple of Yahweh. Verse 5, and he gathered together the priests and the Levites and said to them, Go out to the cities of Yadah Judah and gather all Israel money to repair the temple of your Yahweh from year to year and see that you have tasted the matter. How be it the Levites hated it not? Get down to verse 8 to 14. Verse 8. And at the king's commandment, they made a check and set it without at the gate of the temple of Yahweh. Verse 9. And it made the proclamation through Yahweh Judah and Judah to bring it in to Yahweh, the collection that Moses the servant of Yahweh laid upon Israel in the wilderness. Verse 10. And all the princes and all the people rejoiced and brought in and cast it into the chest. And today had made an end. Verse 11. Now it came to pass that all what time the chest was brought into the king's office by the hand of the Levites. And when they saw that there was much money, the king's scribe and the high priest officer came and emptied the chest and took it and carried it to his place again. Thus, they did Day by day, gathering money in abundance. Verse 12. And the king and Jehoiada gave it, it too much, gave it too such as did the work of the servants of the temple of Yahweh and hired masons and carpenters to repair the temple of Yahweh, and also such as wrought iron and brass to mend the temple of Yahweh. Verse 13. So the workmen wrought, and the work was perfect by death. They set the temple of Yahweh in its state and stretched it. Verse 14. And when they had finished it, they brought the rest of the money before the king. And Jehoiada, whereof were made vessels for the temple of Yahweh, even vessels to minister, and to offer withal the spoons and vessels of gold and silver. They offered burnt offerings in the temple of Yahweh continually all the days of Jehoiada. Mm -hmm. Read verse 9 again. Verse 9. And it made the proclamation through Judah and Judah to bring in to Yahweh the collection that Moses, the servant of Yahweh, laid upon Israel in the wilderness.
0: Mm-hmm. And,
2: and, and what's another word for that word called collection? Again, that young line? What's another? They brought in the collection. What's another word for a collection? Top commission. The another word for a collection is donation. Ties ten percent. That's what they did. Yeah, they brought in collection in. They donation in. And that's what Joseph was talking about. They brought in they tithes, they 10%. That's what he's talking about there, young lion. So they brought it that's in, right. and how did they bring it in according to Exodus 25, verse 1 and 2? Where did they get that information that to bring that money in? What was they pulling that verse from, Exodus
1: 25, verse 1 and 2? Going to the second book of the law book of Exodus, chapter 25, verse 1 and 2. Exodus, chapter 25, verse 1. And Yahweh faith, as to Moses, saying, verse 2, Speak unto the children of Israel, that they bring me an offering. Every man that giveth it willingly really, with his mind shall take my offering. You see that? So they was always reading the
2: days of old of what to do. This is an order from Yaukwa. To those that's willingly to donate contribution. that 10% to the ministry, you do it willingly, not grudging, willingly. Exodus 35, 1 down to verse 5 says what?
1: Exodus 35, Ex- 1 down to verse 5. the Exodus, chapter 35, 1 down to verse 5. Exodus chapter 35. Verse 1, and Moses gathered all the congregation of the children of Israel together and said unto them, these are the words which Yahweh I command, that you should do there. Verse 2, six days shall work be done, but on the seventh day there should be unto you a righteous day, a Sabbath arrest to Yahweh, whosoever doeth work, therein should be put to death. Verse 3. You should kill no fire throughout your habitation upon the Sabbath day. Verse 4. And Moses spake unto all the congregation of the children of Israel, saying, This is the thing which Yahweh commanded, saying, Verse 5. Take ye from among you, and offer it to Yahweh. Whosoever is of a willing mind, let him bring it, and offer it to Yahweh. Gold and silver and brass. Mm-hmm. What did it say again in our uh, verse 5 again there, young man? Exodus chapter 35, verse 5. Take ye from among you and offer it unto Yahweh. Whosoever is of a willing mind, let him bring it and offer it to Yahweh, gold and silver and brass. Mm-hmm.
2: Those that willing both to the place. We, we know you mean the word of Yahweh, but the part of willingness to up to the plate that's the problem that you have the alligator arms on. So remember, to receive the blessing of Yahweh, you got to follow the scriptures. 36, one down to verse 7 says what?
1: What book is Okay. man? Okay, 36.
2: One, down to, one down to verse
1: 7. Go to the book of Exodus, chapter thirty-six, verse one down to verse seven. Exodus chapter thirty-six, verse one: Read, here were Bezalel and only Ulyat, and every wise-minded man in whom Yahweh put wisdom and understanding to know how to work all manner of the work for the service of the temple, according to all that Yahweh had commanded. Verse two. And Moses called Bezalel and Elias, and every wise-minded man in whose mind the Yahweh put with him, Everyone whose mind stirred them up to come unto the work to do it. Verse 3, and they received of Moses all the offerings which the children of Israel had brought for the work of the servants of the temple to make it withal. And they brought yet unto him free offerings every morning. Verse four, and all the wise men that wrought all the work of the temple came every man from his work which they made. Verse five, they spake unto Moses, saying, the people bring too much, the people bring much more than enough for the service of the work which I commanded to make. Verse six, and Moses gave the commandment And they caused it to be proclaimed throughout the camp, saying, let us, let neither man, let neither man nor woman make any more work for the offering of the temple. So the people were restrained from bringing. Verse 7. For the stuff they had was sufficient for all the work to make it and too much. And too much,
2: huh? Now, now, who was behind all this in verse number 5, 36 verse 5, who was behind all this and behind it and in front of all this? Who endorsed this according to 36 verse
1: 5? Exodus chapter 36 verse 5. And they spake unto Moses, saying, The people bring much more than enough for the service of the work which Yahweh commanded to make. So Yahweh, that's a commandment from Yahuwah
2: to do his business. See, that is a commandment from Yahuwah. We What we read in you is with Yahweh, And when you hear this word, you're supposed to do a 35 verse 20. What do he say? 35 verse 20 of Exodus.
1: Exodus. Chapter 35. Verse 20. And all the congregation of the children of Israel departed from the presence of Moses. Verse 29. Verse 29. The children of Israel brought a willing offering to Yahshua, every man and woman, whose mind made the willing to bring for all the matter of the work which Yahweh had commanded to be made by the hand of Moses. You see that? So now once we line up with this
2: Bible, then you're going to see what you're supposed be saying. All you've got to do is do your part and go about your business. Let's say in verse 20, the congregation understood that thing. They done what they supposed to do. They were blessed with it. They went on about their business because they're in the works of getting working on land, school, banquet hall, radio station. So once we do our part and know who we, we really are, that's when Yahweh is going to take care of his business with us. Now, let's get a precept on that in 2 Chronicles 31, verse 5 through 8. Now, listen what it says in 2 Chronicles 31, 5 down to verse 8. To
1: the book of 2 Chronicles, chapter 31, verse 5 down to verse 8. Second Chronicles. Go to the book of Second Chronicles, chapter 31, verse 5 down to verse 8. 2 Chronicles, chapter 31, verse 5 down to verse 8. 2 Chronicles, chapter 31, verse 5. As soon as the commandment came abroad, the children of Israel brought in an abundance the first fruits of corn, wine and oil. And honey, and of all the increase of the field. And the tithe of all things brought there in abundantly. Verse 6. And concerning the children of Israel and Judah, they dwelt in the cities of Judah. They also brought in the tithes of oxen and the sheep and the tithes of righteous things, which were consecrated unto Yahweh, their Yahweh and laid them by heat. Verse 7. In the third month, they began to lay the foundation of the heat and finish it in the seventh month. Verse mm-hmm. 8. and he- Verse 8. Yeah. And when Hezekiah and the princes came and saw the heat, they blessed Yahshua and his people Israel. You see that?
2: So once we line up with this Bible and understand the seer's job is to show you what the Bible saying, that's the responsibility of the seer. It's up to you to take heed to what the seer is bringing to the six and camps and those that really want to get in, what he fit in at. In Second Chronicles chapter seventeen, okay, what read Second Chronicle fifteen, verse one through fifteen. Let's get a little more foundational of this understanding. Second Chronicles 15, 1 down to verse 15. Take your time there, young lion, and raise your voice up a little bit. You, you, you own something. You're taking care of business in grand style. Just need to hear a little more bass out your voice there. Come on. Second Chronicles 15, 1 down to verse 15. What does it say?
1: Second Chronicles chapter 15, verse 1 down to verse 15. Second Chronicles, chapter 15, verse 1. And the spirit of Yahweh came unto Azariah, the son of Oded. Verse 2. And he went out to meet Asa and said unto him, Hear ye me, Asa, and all Judah and Benjamin. Yahweh is with you, while ye be with them. And if you seek him, he will be found of you. But if you forsake him, he will forsake you. Verse 3. Now for a long season, Israel had been without the true Yahweh and without a teaching, fear, and without law. Verse 4. But when they, in their trouble, did turn unto Yahweh of Israel and sought him, he was found of them. Verse 5. And in those times, There was no peace to him and went out, nor to him that came in. But great vexation were upon all the inhabitants of the country. Verse 6. And the nation was destroyed of nations, city of cities. For Yahweh did vex them with all adversity. Verse 7. Be ye strong, therefore, and let not your hands be weak, for your work should be rewarded. Verse 8. And when Asa heard these words, the prophecy of Odad, the seer, he took courage and put away the abominable items out of all the land of Judah and Benjamin, and out of the cities which he had taken from Mount Eber, and renewed the altar of Yahweh that was before the porch of Yahweh. Verse 9. And he gathered all Judah and Benjamin and the strangers with him, and out of Ephraim, and Manasseh, and out of Simeon. For they fell to him out of Israel and the abundance. when they saw that Yahweh, is Yahweh was with him. Verse 10. So they gathered themselves together, and Yad died Judah in the third month, in the fifteenth year of the reign of Asa. Verse 11. And they offered to Yahweh at the same time of the spoiling which they had brought seven hundred oxen and seven thousand sheep. Verse 12. And they entered into a covenant to seek Yahshua of their fathers, with all their minds, with all their souls. Verse 13. That whosoever will not seek Yahweh of Israel should be put to death, whether small or great, whether man or woman. Verse 14. And they swear unto Yahqua with a loud voice and with shouting and with trumpet and with cordage. Verse 13. And all Judah rejoiced at the oath. And they had sworn with all their minds, and sought with their whole desire. And he was found of them. And Yahweh gave them rest round about. Read verse 15 again, y'all. And, and when you take care
2: of Yauqua's business, Look what say in verse 15, what happens when you do Bible, when you make a decision according to the Bible. Let's see what Yahweh will do for you in verse 15. Verse
1: 15, 2 Chronicles chapter 15, verse 15. And all Yahweh, Judah, rejoiced at the oath. And they swore with all their mind and sought them with their whole desire. He was false there, them. And Yahweh gave them rest. Round about. You see that? We are a weary
2: people. we seeking for mountains and mountains to find our rest in the night. And it's right here written. If you want to rest in the night and, and get them demons away from you, so the demons always standing by watching you.
0: According to 12,
2: 43 down to verse 45. Let me show you how these demons operate. Look what these demons do And Matthew 12, 43 down to verse 45. Let's watch these demons peep at you, and let's see what they'll do if you don't follow this Bible according to the Bible as it's written. We're going to Matthew 12,
1: 43, 44, and 45. Well, you say that young line. Go to the book of Matthew, chapter twelve, verse forty-three to forty-five. Matthew chapter twelve, verse forty-three. When, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and finding love. Verse forty-four. Then he said, I return unto my house from which I came out, and when he is come, he found it empty. Swept and garnished. Verse forty five. Then goet he and take with himself seven other unclean spirits, more wicked than himself. And they entered in and dwelt there. And the last state of that man was worse than the first. Even so should be until this wicked generation. Now what do you say then?
2: You got some Get on fire for Yahuwah. and when you get on fire for Yahuwah, according to um, Adam and Eve, twenty-three verse seven. According to Adam and Eve, twenty-three verse seven. They get on. They get in. They get on. Twenty-three verse three. I think it is three. They get on fire for Yahuwah. Do you know? Once you get on. When you get on fire for Yahweh, let me show you what, what Satan says in 27, verse 3. This is what Satan says to his wicked, innocent spirits.
1: What is 27, verse 3? What it say in your line? First book of Adam and Eve, chapter 27, verse 3. He did place his throne near the mountain of the cave, because he could not enter into it by reason of their trade. You see that? See, when you're in Yahuwah, satan got to
2: go find him another place. See, when you're when you keeping a Sabbath day, doing what the Bible tells you to do, Satan can't come and corrupt your mind. He has to find some place else to go. And that what happen in Matthew 12, 43 to 45. That person was on fire for some Yahuwah, and Satan had to leave him. But then he but he gonna double back and peep and see if you mm-hmm. was you faking them out. Was you just was you just hot for the moment? So you be hot for the moment and all of a sudden you drag your feet. See, so when we come on this broadcast, we give it all we got every time we come on this broadcast it can be our last. We don't worry about what we did yesterday, what we're gonna do today. Because we are calling. always peeping at you. So if you cameo on this man's word and then Satan go back and catch you cameo on his word, he not only gonna come, he's gonna bring seven of his buddies with you. He gonna bring the hypocrite buddy with you, the lying buddy with him, the, the fornication buddy. He gonna bring the everything that, and you gonna be worse than off before. That's why you gotta stay in this word and you gotta go you got to make a decision according to this Bible. Stop making these worldly decisions. It tell you what to believe. Why don't you believe it? It tells you plainly what to, what to believe, and the outcome is for you to believe. Acts 15.15. 15. It makes it plain, well, I don't know what to believe. Okay. Then that's where the of job come in to show you what you're supposed to believe. Let's see what it says in Acts 15.15. 15. I don't know what to believe. I've been all over the place. I've been in Christianity, Islam, Judaism, uh, Jehovah's Witnesses. I've been all over the place. So I'm just fed up. I don't know what to believe. Then, let's find out what the Bible tells you to believe. Let's see what he says in Acts 15, verse 15.
1: What to believe? The book of Acts, chapter 15, verse 15. And to disagree, the words of the seer, as it is written. You see that? Is it that what you believe? You believe
2: the seer, but what kind of way? As it is written. Believe him in sure. what? 927 of 1 Samuel. What do you believe a seer in? 927 of 1 Samuel. Okay, I... Okay, seer. I'm gonna believe you, but what kind of way? What you gonna be what, what you gonna be saying that I ain't already heard? Let's see hear what it said in 1 Samuel 927.
1: 1 Samuel to see it, chapter 9, verse 27. As they were going down to the end of the sea, Samuel said to Saul, Bid the servant, pass on before us. And he passed off. But stand still, you. But stand still, a while, that I may show you the word of Yahweh. The fear will only show you the word of
2: Yahweh. Where he going, where he been, now. We ain't, ain't going through none of that. That's irrelevant anyway. What you want to know, hey, sir, are, are you going to show me the word of Yahweh? And this is what your response supposed to be after you hear the word of Yahweh, and First Kings seventeen twenty-four. Now this is what's supposed to come out your mouth after you hear the word of Yahweh. What's supposed to come out your mouth is First Kings chapter seventeen, verse twenty-four. Let's see what you're supposed to say behind hearing the word of Yahweh. What do you say that, young man?
1: Book of First Kings, chapter 17, verse 24. And the woman said to Elijah to see it. Now, about this? I know you are a man of Yahweh, and that the word of Yahweh in your mouth is true. You see that? Now, now the man of Yahweh, you know, if you want to
2: say the man of Yahweh, that's good. But the but the man of Yahuwah is a first Samuel chapter nine verse eighteen and nineteen. Let me show you what the man of Yahuwah is. The man of Yahweh, first Samuel chapter nine, verse eighteen and nineteen. The man of Yahuwah. Huh? Let's see what you say. 1 Samuel 9, verse 18 and 19. Let's say that young man.
1: 1 Samuel the seer, chapter 9, verse 18 and 19. 1 Samuel chapter 9, verse 18. Then Saul drew near to Samuel in the gate and said, Tell me, I pray you, where the seer's house is. Verse 19. And Samuel answered Saul and said, I am the seer. Go up before me and to the high place. For you should eat with me today and tomorrow I will let you go. And I will tell you all that is in your mind. You see that? So the man of Yahweh is the seer. The seer is the man
2: of Yahweh, interchangeable. So if you want to feel the man of Yahweh, good. But one thing you got to be clear about this man of Yahweh. And First
1: Samuel 7 verse 15 says what? Go to 1 Samuel chapter 7 verse 15. 1 Samuel chapter 7 verse 15. And Samuel judge Israel. All the days of his life. And guess what?
2: The seer is to judge the whole 12 tribes of Israel. How long according to 7 verse 15?
1: All the days of his life. You see that?
2: So once you understand that you got a seer in the midst of you, his job is to watch you from the pages of the book. Because Yachua made it plain... In Numbers chapter 11. He made a plan there, y'all He said something to Moses in Numbers chapter 11, verse 16 down to verse 18 and 24 and 25. Let's see what he said to Moses, which was the Yaquah of the Bible, and Aaron was the seer according to Exodus 7, verse 1. But Yaquah looked Moses eyeball to eyeball and told him what? Numbers
1: 11, 16 through 18, 24 and 25. What do it say? Book of Numbers, chapter 11, verse 16 to 18, 24 to 25. Numbers chapter 11, verse 16 reads, And Yahweh said to Moses, Get unto me 70 men of the elders of Israel, who you know to be the elders of the people, and officers over there, and bring them to the temple of the congregation, that they may stand there with you. Verse 17, and I will come down and talk with you there, and I will take the spirit which is upon you and will put it upon them. and they shall bear the burden of the people with you, and you shall bear it, not yourself alone. Verse 18, and say you unto the people, testify yourselves against the and ye shall eat flesh, for you shall have wealth And the ears of Yahweh saying Who should give us flesh to eat For it was well Unto us in Egypt Therefore Yahweh will give you flesh And ye shall eat Verse 24 And Moses went out And told the people The words of Yahweh And gathered the seventy Men of the elders Of the people And set them round about the temple Verse 25 and Yahweh came down in a cloud and, and spake unto him, and took the spirit that was upon him, and gave it unto the seventy elders. And it came to pass that when the spirit rested upon them, they prophesied and did not cease. See, mm-hmm. yeah. so y'all are gonna be locked in and tied in with the serum. You gonna
2: be locked in and tied in with the serum. The seer responsibility is to look out there and see who got the spirit of being locked in with the seer. And the seer is going to be locked in on according to what Yahweh got, got written. What do you mean, where that at, Latter-day Saints? Um, give me St. John 7, chapter 7, that young line. 16-18. Let's help the Latter-day Saints out and let you know what we we'll be speaking is from the precepts of the Bible. Let's go to where well, I just said. To the Spirit Spirit of uh, when he have them, jump up there and put their little two cents in there and we're going to go find out exactly what Yahweh the Son says in the 17th chapter chapter 7 verse 16 to 18 what is say in St. John chapter 7 16 to 18 That y'all lying come on
1: we go to John chapter 7 verse 16 to 18 John chapter 7 verse 16 y'all called a son answered them and said my teaching is not mine but his that sent me verse 17 if any man will do his will, he shall know of the teaching, whether it be of Yahweh, or whether he speak, or whether I speak of myself. Verse 18, he that speaketh of himself, speaketh his own glory, honor, but he that seeketh his glory, honor, that sits here, the same is true, and know of righteousness, it's in here. Mm-hmm. So you see that?
2: When they when they use the Bible to put on their case,
1: when they when they do
2: the um the forty one, twenty one, see this is what you gotta do. See when, whatever ministry you find yourself in, probably it'd be the sixth and nine capital balls up to Israel. Understand that it's a the the angel came down from heaven and told the seer, how they supposed to operate. If you got any kind of problem with what you get tell them here. Tell them 41, 21 of Isaiah. What it say, young
1: man? Go to the book Isaiah to see it, chapter 41, verse 21. Go to the book Isaiah to see it, chapter 41, verse 21. Verse 21. Produce your cause, said Yahweh. Bring forth your strong reason. Said the kings of Israel. You see that? Produce your
2: calls. If, if we not the ministry, if it's another ministry that can teach this ministry in Yahuwah, well, then produce your calls. You, you call on the international line, 224-600-5579, and you tell us it's a ministry, teach better than y'all. They use the true name YHWH, and they wear the fringes, and they keep Sundown Friday, Sundown Saturday. Then we're going to log into that broadcast, and that broadcast out teaches Yahweh's bosses over to Israelites, guess what we're going to do? We're going to go join that. Because all you want to be in the kingdom. You know, if we not the ministry that's going to get you over the top, then we definitely going to be the one to hinder you because everything that we get is from Yahweh to tell you the order he got. So if a ministry can out-teach this ministry, you leave it on the international line, and we'll tune in and we'll lock into it, all of us. And if that ministry is using the name YHWH and out-teaches the boss of the two is guess what? We'll be trying to find out where that ministry is located, and we we'll would be sitting there, go by road. But I guess but it ain't happened yet. But it must be a great while to come. But I don't think it's going to happen. But we're but we not pumping it at all. We know one thing. We're in this thing for Yawa's business only. We're not anti-anybody, and we're not for sale. You can't show us nothing. That's not uh, word. We don't want your dollars. We want nothing to do to break us away from Yaqua. Nothing. We got nothing to do with you. We're about Yaqua's business and getting the people back in order. We're not hooked up with nobody, no group in town, out of town, around the corner. We up under the four-letter man only. Only. And we're about one thing. Unlocking your mind, but we can get up to James 5.20 and a Matthew 25.21. All we want out to the deal is, well done, my good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over few. I'm going to make you ruler over many. That's what we want. Because everything else, if
1: you're looking
2: at, according to 2 Corinthians 4.18, a young lion. According to what's written in Second Corinthians four eighteen, let me show you something. Whatever you lay your eyes on, according to Second Corinthians four eighteen
1: is what? Let's read
2: that, young know, man. What did it say? What do it say anyway?
1: Go to Second Corinthians chapter four, verse eighteen. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse eighteen. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. You see that? So we look at things uh, that well, is not seen, which is eternal. We don't,
2: we don't care how great the building is. We know whatever it is, how big, how long, how high it will be That don't pay us no never mind. Because you put your eyes on, the middle one thing, it's all it temporary. What you going to be shooting for is eternal. Eternal. You wanna get eternal. So don't let your don't let nothing get in the way. What you mean, Latter day Saints? You need you need another precept on that? Okay, well give me eight thirty-one to thirty-nine there, young lad. Latter-day saints are Utah, they want a lot of precepts. But I wanna win their precept. If I if I knew y'all went up on the paganism, I listen to a, a couple of y'all broadcasters, but I know you're not gonna precept anything. You you have me to precept, huh? Okay. There's your radio station, I don't have a problem with. Let's go uh, Romans chapter eight, verse thirty one and thirty nine. Let's see what let's see what Paul was telling northern kingdoms in the eighth chapter verse thirty one to thirty nine.
1: What are we telling that young line? Come on. Go on to the book of Romans. Chapter 8, verse 31 to 39. Book of Romans, chapter 8, verse 31. What should we then say to these things? If God be for us, who can be against us? Verse 32. He said, Spirit, not his own son, but deliver him up for us. Oh, how should we not? With them also freely give us all things. Verse 33. Who should lay anything to the charge of Yahweh's elect? It is Yahweh that justifies. Verse 35. Who is he that condemneth? It is Yahweh the son that died? Yea, rather, that is risen again. That is risen again. Who is that even at the right hand of Yahweh the Father? Who also make intercession. interception for us? Verse 35, who's to separate us from the love of Yahweh Father's Son to tribulation or distress or persecution or fairness or nakedness or pearl or swore? Verse 36, as it is written, for your sake, we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Verse 37, nay, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him that loved us. 38. For I am persuaded that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. 39. Nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature to separate us from love, from the love of Yahweh. The Father, which is in your Father's Son, our Yahweh. We read verse uh, thirty-nine again, uh, young line. Verse thirty-nine. Yeah, read
0: that again.
1: Romans chapter eight, verse thirty-nine. Nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature should be able to separate us. From the love of Yahweh the Father, which is in Yahweh the Son, our Yahweh. Oh, okay. So you
2: let nothing separate separates you from the love of, of some Yahweh. And, and and what do Yahweh say about his love in eight seventeen, uh, through the mouth of Solomon about his love. Let's talk about his love, cause see we got love in a wrong perspective according to the world. But let's start off, what is Yahweh's love out of the mouth of Solomon in 8.17 of Proverbs? What is it saying in 8.17
1: of Proverbs? Go to the book of Proverbs, 8.17. Proverbs, chapter 8, verse 17. Proverbs, chapter 8, verse 17. I love them that love me, and those that seek me early. To find me He said
2: said, I love them that love me He said I love them that love me That seek him And they going to find him So Yachua's love He do have a condition to it That come as you are According to the Christian church That ain't going to cut it Yachua said I love them That love me And if you love him you'll be found of him. Now we're going to precept that and see what you got to love in St. John 14, 14 down to verse 24 and 26. Well, you can read still down to verse 26. We, we can get it all together. We're going to St. John chapter 14, verse 14 down to verse 26. He said, I love them that love me. And if you love me, and you will be found of him. Find out what kind of condition his love is that we can read in St. John, chapter 14, verse 14 down to verse 26. Take your time that young lion, and, and do your part because you're on fire, and I'm loving every minute of it. Come on. Book of John, chapter 14,
1: verse 14 to 26. John, chapter 14. Verse 14. If you should ask anything in my name, I will do it. Verse 15. If you love me, keep my commandments. Verse 16. And I will pray the Father, and he should give you another confidence, that he may able, that he may abide with you forever. Verse 17. Even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it it sees him not, neither knoweth him, but we know him, for he dwelleth with you, and shall be in you. Verse 18. And I will not leave you comfortless; I will come to you. Verse 19. Yet a little while, and the world seeth me no more, but you see me, because I live, you shall live also. Verse 20. At that day, you should know that I am in my Father, and ye in me, and I in you. Verse 21. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that love me, and he that love me, should be loved of my Father, and I will love them, and I will manifest myself to him. Verse 22. Judah said unto him, Not not insults, not it's chariot. Yahuwah, how is it it that you will manifest yourself unto us and not unto the world? Verse 23, Yahuwah the Son answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my Father will love him, and we will come unto him and make our abode with him. Verse 24, He that loveth me, not Keep not my saying, and my word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. Verse 25, these things have I spoken unto you, being yet present with you. Verse 26, but the confidence, which is the righteous spirit, when the Father would send in my name, he should teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. mm mm-hmm. Now, what he said in verse 24,
2: now take your time and, and, and deliver the knockout blow. So this is why you've got to watch everybody there, young line. According to verse 24, this is what you got to watch, those that sit in the ministry with you. you got to watch them real carefully by always remembering what's written in 1424. What's written in 1424,
1: young line? John chapter 14, verse 24. He that loving me not, keep not my say. but the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father which sent me. Mm -hmm. And and what happened with a
2: man in 12 verse 30 of Matthews when they don't follow it, when they pay this no never mind, what do Yahweh say in Matthews chapter 12 verse 30? What did he say? When you look at them eyeball to eyeball, what you're going to see, according to Matthew 12, verse 30.
1: The book of Matthew, chapter 12, verse 30. He that is not with me is against me. And he that gathered not with me scattered abroad. You see it. They be scattered abroad, and there'll be a
2: backbiter, murmur, and a complainer. They're always going to be in line on here. They're going to be unstable as water. They're going to have a spirit of Reuben on them, unstable as water. They're going to always be prepared to receive bad information, and they're allowing you like a rug because they're unstable. And that means you all want to pull away from them. So you got to recommend. Rec- See, when you break away from this right here, St. John 1424, watch this again. St.
1: John fourteen, twenty-four. Watch this. Read it again. Back to John chapter 14, verse 24. He that love me not, keep it not my saying, but the word which you hear is not mine, but the Father's which sent me. What is, what is
2: it saying that he tell you? What What is one of his sayings in Judges chapter two, one, two, and 3? What is, this, what's, what is one of his saying, y'all Line One of his sayings, he sent the angel down to look leadership and the 12 tribes of Israel eyeball to eyeball. What is some of his sayings that we can read in,
1: in Judges 2, 1, 2, 3? Bring it. We're going to the book of Judges, chapter 2, verse 1, 2, and 3. The book of Judges chapter 2, verse 1. Judges, chapter 2, verse 1. And the angel of Yahweh came up from Giga, to Boshimus, said, I make you to go up out of Egypt, and I have brought you unto a land which I swear unto your father. And I said, I will never break my covenant with you. Verse 2. And You should make no need with the inhabitants of this land. You should throw down their altars but you have not obeyed my voice. Why have you done this? Verse 3. Wherefore, I also said, I will not drive them out from before you, but they should be as thorns in your side. And therefore, shall should should be a snare unto you. You see that?
2: He said, you make no league with the habits of the land. Don't nobody supposed to bring you nothing. We contrary to the word of Yakwa And if they bring you anything, that means you have made a league with them. And when they offer you a suitcase mm-hmm. and tell you how, how you're going to mm-hmm. have your pockets all packed, what you supposed to do if you're a man or woman of Yahweh, you're supposed to say this. St. John chapter 9, verse 23. This is how you supposed to Re- respond. When somebody come to you and bring you something besides showing you a verse to get information on a verse, but they want information about anybody other than the Bible, this is what you're supposed to tell them. You said make no leads with them. Let's see what the Bible says you're supposed to do in
1: 923 of the book of St. John. Come on. Look at John, chapter 9, verse 23. Therefore, say his parents, he's of age, ask him. You see that? Somebody bring you something about somebody
2: that's in the Sixth anointed camps or one of your own fellow members of the six anointed camps. And then I'm going to talk scripture. They want to talk about something else. wait a minute. Talking to me, you ask me about somebody in class. No, you don't do that. They have an age to go see them on that. See, then now you got to stop because they'll ease up to you, and they'll play like they own some books. Then they'll stop and talk about somebody else. Wait a minute. No, that don't work here. If you want to talk Bible, we talk Bible. But if you want to talk about somebody else, they of age, you go ask them. See, we got to know these things because you got all types of devices that going to come on you, especially the ones that are anointed to do your will. They're going to come at you, and they're going to talk with you. Oh, you a great, teacher. Oh, you look, you talk so good and this, that, and another. Then they're going to pause and start saying, well, what about such, a thing? Say, no. For the middle of these verses right here. Whoever you try trying to tell me about day of age, you go see them. Never forget that six and nine accounts because the enemy is coming. Because we're doing that's something right. good. And that's why it's lighting our peoples up in the eyes. And they're going, they're going to come at you all kind of ways. They're going to call you everything. They're going to try to do everything they can. with you lie on them for me? Would you lie on her for me? i pay you to lie on them, you see it, and you get caught up. Then you get caught up because you let letting grieve. But I'm going tell you what y'all going to put on you. If you do so, see what y'all going to put on you. When it's all said and done in the, the songs of Solomon, let me tell you what y'all going to put on you when you ignore and pay the seal, no, never mind. Let me show you what y'all going to put on you. sons of Solomon. Uh, now. And sons of Solomon at the line, let me show you what y'all going to put on those that let, that be enticed by money or opposition. Let me show you what y'all going to do for you. You gonna have that money, but Yahweh gonna put some on you. that you need to know, you might get that money and do everything you can to little somebody mm-hmm. else. But I'm gonna tell you what Yahweh gonna put on you that, that we can read. We going to the book of Songs of Solomon, and we want to find out what Yahweh gonna put on you, third chapter.
1: Verse number yep. four, three eight. Book of Psalms of Solomon, chapter three, verse eight. Read. They all hold swords, being expert in war. Every man had his sword upon his side because of fear in the night. See that. Y'all gonna put
2: your fear tonight. you are going to be looking for all type of things to be around you because you not you your sleep ain't gonna be right. Y'all gonna put the fear tonight on you. You got the thirty pieces of silver, but guess what? Y'all gonna put on you. You not gonna have the most sweet sleep. You had a fear tonight on you. Read
1: verse seven. Verse seven. Behold his bed. Which is Solomon, three score valiant men, men are about it, of the valiant of Israel. You see that? Solomon had the the the,
2: the best weapon soldier men standing on his bed while he was sleeping, because Yahweh put the fear of the night on because he told Solomon to lead them strange women along. But he'll go get him 300 wives and 700 concubines. And Yahweh appears to him twice and man, look, you lead, you, in you lead leadership. You leave them strange women alone. But he'll get him a strange woman anyway. 300 wives, 700 concubines. Yahweh left the kingdom from him after he had passed to his son. But long as Solomon was living from that point on, he had to fear the night on him. He didn't enjoy nothing because he couldn't sleep right. See, old Cyr get he get sweet sleep, huh? He get sweet sleep. What do you mean? What at that? WCC. What you mean? Where that at? What at that? What you talking from your head, here What do you mean, sweet sleep? Uh, it's of the Cap three, that young man. See, but always. And the WCC made a plan, and said, look, we locked out everybody from coming in to broadcast on the reading side. We just going to see how far the young line going to go. But the young line, you know, he enjoys what he's doing. Young line is railroad. So they're yes, locking they lock everybody out on, on, when, when the young line is on there. Well, young, young line likes to lick up the scriptures. <laughs> He be ready to pop some books. So well, that's the wrong one. Oh, yeah. lock everybody else out on the Young Line. But young Line, he he be ready for this for him. Um, what I want? Let me get back to oh, the Bible. Oh. And the book oh, yeah. Let's see. What I want, that Young Line. I want to. Uh, what I want? I'm I'm kind of kind of got happy. Now I got the spirit for a minute. But somebody, look at this. We're going to lock them all out tonight. And about to be in the room, but the one got in there early. I said, well, so who in the room? Well, the young lion gonna be in the room. What about the rest of them? They ain't getting in the room tonight. Why? Because our radio station, oh, okay. I hear you. So uh, the, wisdom of Solomon, the wisdom of Solomon, what I want? What I want in uh. Uh, He's going to uh, the book uh, uh, of Job. God, the spirit, that young what do I want? I know I want
1: verse... Uh, say it again. He was going to the book of Job. But you did say one verse. Oh, okay.
2: The book of Job. Young got the spirit there, young line 'cause because, um, you know, when they locked the room up. Didn't let nobody in, but you had the young line in there. Young Lion like it that, that way anyway, cause he he want to gobble all the scriptures anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, young right. you. we look forward to throwing down some dust, says Yawpaw, If you know he's an up and coming teacher. He got he got to get right, he got to get all he can get. That's right. So, uh, I'm lost right now, in Young Lion. I'm not sure I have got lost. So, um, uh, we can, uh, I don't got a lot Looking of at now. Proverbs. Oh, Proverbs. Oh, okay. Proverbs. Proverbs. Chapter
1: 3, verse Proverbs. Proverbs. Chapter, thank you. Uh-huh. Chapter 3, Proverbs. verse 24. Okay, what is that? Go ahead and read it, young man. Go ahead and read it. Let's go see it out. The book of Proverbs, chapter 3, verse 24. When you lie down. You should not be afraid. Yea, you should lie down and your sleep should be sweet. <laughs> and when feel lay down,
2: how H- does those seahs sleep again in your life? Sweet.
1: <laughs> should be sweet.
2: Hallelujah, bro. Well, you see that? But see, but let me tell you something. You, you couldn't pay me nothing to violate the scriptures of Yahweh. You can't offer me nothing. You can't show me nothing temporary in this world. You can't offer me nothing. You can't offer me nothing. You can donate to this ministry, but you got to do it through the PayPal. Because you're not again, to ain't no boring thing. This thing about Yahweh, you can't offer me nothing that's contrary to his Bible. Because I know he said he'll make no link with you. That's why we know organizations that... Calling all of the country now, we don't make no lead with you, you make a lead with us and come up on it. word of Yahweh, well, for we know our position, huh? And we also know that, uh, this is the way to see us. look at things, look at things from the eyes of David. In 84, David made a final statement, young line. See what david says see when you got scriptures to back up and know what to do david says something in 84 verse 10 now young lion let's see what david says in the 84 chapter verse 10 down to verse 12. what did david say see so we're gonna quote david what he says we can read psalm 84 10 down to verse 12. what do he say 84, 10, and
1: 12. Look at Psalm. Book at Psalm, chapter 84, verse 10, down to verse 12. Psalm, chapter 84, verse 10. For a day in your court is better than a thousand. I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the temple of my Yahweh than to dwell in the tent of wickedness. Verse mm-hmm. 11. and and Verse eleven. For Yaqwah is a son and shield. Yaqwa will give grace, mercy, and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walketh of rightness. Verse 12. Oh Yaqua woke, blessed is the man that trusteth in you. You see that? So you can't
2: offer me to join nobody but from Yakwa, because I'd rather be a doorkeeper in the kingdom than to be around wickedness, because wickedness is the one that's taking your land. And Yakuwa. they got you thinking you African-American, Negro, and color, they got you all over the place. So, you know, our job is to wake you up. So don't worry about your old seal. Uh, basically, a lot of members of in 690 camp. You can't bring us no deals. You can't bring us something you can read out of the Bible And the Bible said, make no league With the inhabitants of the land Don't make no league with them Can't make no grieving with you None of them Because all of them out of order Because they ain't coming to Yahweh. So now, but understand one thing The seer's position In the Bible Is written in Exodus chapter 3 15 and 16. Let me show you those seals' position. So we can be clearer and understand where we're coming from on tape 123. This is where the seal
1: coming from. Exodus 3, 15 and 16. Where does
2: it say that young line?
1: Go out to the second book of the law, the book of Exodus, chapter 3, verse 15 and 16. Exodus, chapter 3. Verse 13 reads, And Yaquah said, Mova unto Moses, Thus do you say unto the children of Israel, Yaquah, Yahqua of your father, Yahqua of Abraham, Yaquah of Isaac, and Yaquah of Israel, have sent me unto you. This is my name forever, and this is my memorial unto all generations. Verse 16, Go and gather, The elders of Israel together And said to them Yahweh, Yahweh of your fathers Yahweh of Abraham Of Isaac and of Israel Appeared to me saying I'll surely visit you And see that which is done To you in Egypt See The seal's
2: job is to gather the elders Of Israel That's the seal's job Precept that Joel Chapter 1 Verse 2 Then skip down to 15 and 16 Precept Joel 1 Verse 2, 15 and 16 So the seal's job Is to gather the elders together
1: Joel chapter 1 Verse 2, 15 and 16 What do you say? Look at Joel the seer, chapter 1 Verse 2, skip out 15 and 16. Joel chapter 1, verse 2. Hear this, ye old men, elders, and give in to all you inhabitants of the land. Have this been your days or even in the days of your father? Verse 15. Alive for the day, for the day of Yahuwah is at hand, as an instruction. From the almighty Yahshua shall it come. Verse 16. Is not the meat cut off from before your eyes shamed? Joy and gladness from the temple of our Yahshua.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Now, young um, lion.
2: let's go to the second chapter of the same book. And let's read verse 2-1. And then we'll skip down to verse 15, down to verse 18. Well, 15 to verse 19. We're going to Joel chapter 2, verse 1. And then we'll skip down to 15. Take it straight on down to verse number 19. Listen good. Joel chapter 2, verse 1, 15 and 19. Y'all line, excellent. Come on.
1: Book of Joel, Seer, chapter 2, verse 1, 15 to 19. Joel, Seer, chapter 2, verse 1. Blow ye the trumpet of yah Judah, and sound in the love and my righteous mouth, that all the habits of the land tremble for the day of Yahshua cometh, for it is not at hand, near at hand. Verse 15. Blow the trumpet of yah Judah, sanctify a fast, call a solemn assembly. Verse 16. Gather the people, sanctify the congregation of Israel, assemble the elders, gather the children, and those that suck the breast. Let the bridegroom go forth from his chamber and the bride out of her closet. Verse 17. Let the priest the seers, the ministers of Yahuwah Weep Between the porch and the altar Let them say are your people O Yahuwah And give not your heritage To reproach That the nation To rule over them Wherefore should they say among the people Where is their Yahuwah Verse 18 Here will Yahuwah be jealous For his land and pity his people. Verse 19. Yea, Yahqua will answer and say unto his people, Behold, I will send you corn, sandy corn, wine, and oil, and you should be satisfied therewith. And I will no more make you reproach among the nations. You see? 13 it? nations. So you see that? So Yahqua? We got something coming.
2: When we understand, we got to get in order. And understand one thing, the seer's job is to look out there among and see exactly who ready to do the Bible according to the Bible. It ain't about seniority. It's about you doing, making a decision according to this Bible. That's how this thing going to work. You know? So the sin is watching all the camps and everybody come in contact on the page of the book. We know when you own something, but y'all probably get a feel of discernment to know when you own something. If you ain't on nothing, it's going to show up, too. No, you wicked. You ain't on nothing. You trying to come up another way. And we, talk, we try to come up another way according to the Bible and St. John Ten One. I know what you're working with. See, so you got to watch me line. if you're to come up another way, understand what you dealing with, the family for you according to St. John 10.1. And they don't want to do scriptures and precepts and get in where they fit in. Understand what's written in St. John 10.1, what you're working with. Come on.
1: Look at John chapter 10, verse 1. Truly, truly I say unto you, he that enters not by the door unto the sheepfold, but climbing up some other way. The same is a thief and a robber. Since all they're going
2: to be, they're going to try to use the same old, old tactics, offer you 30 pieces of silver, then you come a thief and a, a robber, by come from another way, but it ain't going to work. Because so this ministry is not going to be stopped. Because this ministry is